Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Emanuel Daily Podcast. I am Amy, and I'm here with Karen today. Hello. Uh, We are on May 25th, so we're going to be reading Proverbs 25 today. I'll read it for us. Oh, first of all, we want to tell you that we're doing this because we want to encourage you to chew on the words of Scripture and to apply them to your lives. So um, listen or read along with us as we uh, look through Proverbs chapter 25. There are more, these are more Proverbs of Solomon compiled by men of Hezekiah, king of Judah. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter. To search out a matter is the glory of kings. As the heavens are high and the earth is deep, so the hearts of kings are unsearchable. Remove the dross from the silver, and a silversmith can produce a vessel. Remove wicked officials from the king's presence, and his throne will be established through righteousness. Do not exalt yourself in the king's presence, and do not claim a place among his great men. It is better for him to say, come up here, than for you to humiliate, for him to humiliate you before his nobles. What you have seen with your eyes, do not bring hastily to court. For what you do in the end, for what will you do in the end if your neighbor puts you to shame? If you take your neighbor to court, do not betray another's confidence. Or the one who hears it may shame you, and the charge against you will stand. Like apples of gold in settings of silver is a ruling rightly given. Like an earring of gold or an ornament of fine gold is the rebuke of a wise judge to a listening ear. Like a snow-cooled drink at harvest time is a trustworthy messenger to the one who sends him. He refreshes the spirit of his master. Like clouds and wind without rain is one who boasts of gifts never given. Through patience a ruler can be persuaded, and a gentle tongue can break a bone. If you find honey, eat just enough, too much of it, and you will vomit. Seldom set foot in your neighbor's house, too much of you, and they will hate you. Like a club or a sword or a sharp arrow is one who gives false testimony against a neighbor. Like a broken tooth or a lame foot is reliance on the unfaithful in a time of trouble. Like one who takes away a garment on a cold day, or like vinegar poured on a wound, is one who sings songs with a heavy heart. If your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat. If he is thirsty, give him water to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head, and the Lord will reward you. Like a north wind that brings unexpected rain is a sly tongue which provokes a horrified look. Better to live on a corner of the roof than share a house with a quarrelsome wife. Like cold water to a weary soul is good news from a distant land. Like a muddied spring or polluted well are the righteous who give way to the wicked. It is not good to eat too much honey, nor is it honorable to search out matters that are too deep. Like a city whose walls are broken through is a person who lacks self-control. We have a lot of metaphor in this one today. You just had to bring back in the uh, quarrelsome wife. I know, I know. <laughs> we, we have to keep it away from the boys. <laughs> Can't let them get away from that one. <laughs> uh, so what, what do you got? What stands out to you? Well, first, I did have to look up the word dross. Amy, just so you guys know, Amy knew what it was. (laughs) I did not. I had to look it up. So dross is the impurities uh, that's removed from the silver. So so that is silver. So it's all the impurities that are removed from the metal to make the silver. 
So that's a pretty, to me, that's a pretty powerful image yeah. too. Because mm-hmm. um, it's like molten metal and those impurities are removed so that they can produce the metal. Um, and so, yeah, you don't, you don't want to be that impurities. You don't mm-hmm. want to be those impurities yeah. ever. Yeah. You want to be the silver. <laughs> you want to be the silver. Um, and so, because you want to be that, the righteousness. You want to be what God is using um, to to produce that vessel. So I don't know. That's kind of how I feel it. Uh, that's how I kind of see that, uh, God, they remove wicked officials from the King's presence. That's kind of what they're doing is they're removing the wicked, the impurities, mm-hmm. um, they're refining that silver so they can make the vessels. And so they're going to refine us. They're going to refine those impurities, um, so that they can, uh, so his throne will be established through righteousness. Um, so yeah, I don't want to be that those impurities. I don't want to be that yeah. that yucky stuff that gets removed. I think it speaks too about the people that we have around us, right? Like if if we have those wicked people around us. I mean, the the king's officials are the people who were advising him and close to him. And so if we have wicked people, it's like having dross in our our silver too. And it uh, kind of brings impurities into our lives. Whereas if we spend time and take advice from people who are pure and righteous, then um, our lives will become more righteous as well. Absolutely. Uh, one of the ones that I liked, uh, there are a few. The, the snow cold drink at harvest time uh, is the trustworthy messenger to one who sends him. I just like, I don't know. How maybe refreshing. I know. Like that's just so good. I love that imagery. And, uh, I think it speaks a lot to, to being someone that people can trust. And whenever you're given a job or an assignment, being the kind of person that people know that they can rely on is, is like a snow cool drink at harvest time when you've been out working hard and you're all sweaty and tired and you just get that nice cool lemonade and it just refreshes you. And I want to be that to other people. I want people to, to be able to count on me and know that whenever I'm given a task, it will be done and be done well. And, uh, so I just thought that one was really cool and I like it. So this one doesn't have a lot of imagery. Um, but when we were reading, I think it's nine, if you take your neighbors to court, do not betray. Oh, no, hold on. That one's good, too. But eight, what you have seen with your eyes, do not bring hastily to court. So I think mm. that word hastily is key to yeah. that one. Um, for what you will do in the end if your neighbor, what will you do in the end if your neighbors put you to shame? So it's like you see something suspicious mm-hmm. and you just quickly take it to court or you quickly go tell other people. Like, yeah. to court... I think it's symbolic here. Mm -hmm. Like, are you gossiping about them? Are you going to tell other people about what's going on? Instead of going to discuss it with your neighbor, like, let's have a conversation Mm -hmm. about what I saw. Maybe some of it's none of your business. And you can't (laughs) tell anybody. Um, But also, maybe it's a misunderstanding. Like, Mm -hmm. what you saw wasn't anything. And you just need to have a discussion with them. Um, like, maybe you saw a guy go in and, you know, the husband's gone. Maybe they're setting up a surprise party for their yeah, husband or right. something. Um, and you just need to have a discussion with them because mm-hmm. if you, you may be the fool yeah, at the exactly. end of all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you're just hastily going around spreading rumors or 
going to tell the husband about something the wife is doing, mm-hmm. you may end up looking like a fool. So just be really careful. Like, slow <laughs> yes. your roll. Again, said that before. <laughs> slow your roll. Be careful. Um, and don't just be quick to judge others. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's so good. And I, I think of it in my relationship to a very wise person. I was kind of complaining about my husband and like, he said this and blah, blah, blah. And they told me, you should always assume the best motives with people that you love and who know who you know love you. And uh, I think that that goes to the same thing. Like instead of assuming that there's something, they're trying to hurt your feelings or they're saying something rude and ugly, maybe they just said something that was maybe not said the best way. And it could have not not been meant badly. And so I think that seeing, uh, assuming the best motives, especially for people that you trust and who you love, um, can can uh, avoid a lot of unnecessary uh, fights. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, uh, before the podcast, we were discussing a little bit verse two. It's the glory of God to con- conceal a matter. Uh, to search out a matter is the glory of kings. Um, that, that's kind of a weird one that is not obvious. A lot of the Proverbs is kind of obvious what he's trying to say, and this one is a little more cloaked, I think. Um, but uh, my thought on it was that uh, when God conceals something and we uh, trust him to not know all the answers and, and have all of the plan laid out before before us, it gives God glory for, for uh, other people to see us trusting him. What do you think? I agree. I think, um, you know, God tells us to not lean on our own understanding. Yeah. That we're supposed to be seeking him. And if everything is revealed, if we know everything, mm-hmm. then what do we need God for? Yeah. And so we, he wants to have some mystery there. He wants us to not know everything because then what's faith? Mm-hmm. If we already know everything. Yeah. Um, and I think that goes along with, we were discussing 27, mm-hmm. it's not good to eat too much honey, nor is it honorable to search out matters that are too deep. Um, yeah. That, and as two seminary students, like there, it's been argued from this verse and verses like it, like you shouldn't be studying matters of God because they're unknowable and why even bother? And so, um, you know, what do you, as a seminary student, how do you feel about that verse? Um, I feel like that there's there's mystery in the Bible. Yeah, there's definitely mystery in the Bible, and um, and I did just take a teaching class, mm-hmm. um, and in it they talked about how our our youth right now, our young people, want us to acknowledge. They feel like we're hypocritical in not acknowledging that there's mm-hmm. mystery in the Bible. Yeah, um, the Trinity is just mm-hmm. you can't explain the Trinity. <laughs> you just can't. Yeah, um, and so. Uh, and if we try to explain it, if we go too deep in that mm-hmm. and try to explain it, I don't think God meant for us to explain the Trinity completely. Yeah, right. Um, like we have some idea of the Trinity. Mm-hmm. We know the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. Um, but trying to completely explain all of that, mm-hmm. it was never meant to be explained on this side of yeah. heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if we try too hard, mm-hmm. that that's where you go into some dangerous waters. Mm-hmm. And and we aren't supposed to. We're not meant to do that. And and our youth today, our young people today, want us to admit that that's a mystery that we're never going to be able to explain. Yeah. And and we need to start to admit that 
there there are mysteries there that we're not going to be able to explain, <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. And then it's okay to have that, and God wants us to have that, that that's the point of faith, that's the part of believing in God, mm-hmm. that he's built some of that mystery in. And we're going to be like, yeah, that's a mystery. Yeah. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can talk about it, and we can chew on it, mm-hmm. and, and that's all right. But if we try to go too deep and go, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah that we're going to miss the mark. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Bible is very clear that God wants us to search him out and to seek him and understand him the best that we can. But I think that you're totally right that there are some things that are just too deep for us and for us to use our finite human minds to try to say, well, I know all these things and I have all these answers and it's all laid out just like this ends up just causing us way more trouble than than anything that we get out of it. It's like going in the ocean and there's all these sharks swimming around <laughs> and we don't see them. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, well, anything else stood out to you this this today? No, there's Probably there was a lot in that, and I I love the imagery in this one. Yeah, yeah. I, like I say, I think that a lot of it is a little bit less uh, just right there in your face saying this is the answer and so it's it's more um metaphorical today but i think that there's a lot of really good stuff in here that you can draw and uh and get some some good wisdom from so um we encourage you to find the ones that stick out to you and really think on them and chew on them today and uh we will be back with you tomorrow